Well, folks, Shaw Jerry Adams Arish, August Morris Grat, Hasula Gum, Go Will Shipsha, Gumoy. Tame Go Huntak, and Yay and Tehan Oichuil, Renhen Fain, Go Han Han Wai, August Tame Wicked, and Kyanashak Hen Fain, the Erahori Hen Fain, August Navotori Hen Fain. Just to say that uh, I hope you're all well. It's Jerry Adams here again in great form after the local government election results in the north. And as I record this podcast, not all the results are in, but I want to commend and thank our national leadership, Marie-Lou and Michelle, and all of the local leaderships and all of the champion candidates. And commiserations of for those who lost out, and congratulations for those who have either refreshed their mandates or who are first-time candidates for the party. And if I may strike a, a parochial local note, in the Upper Springfield area in the Black Mountain Ward in the Greater Ballamurphy District, Sinn Féin stood six candidates and Sinn Féin had all six candidates elected. So thanks to all the voters. Uh, I was reflecting on last week's podcast and my little piece about candidate is uh, it is and it may emerge even before you get to hear this podcast that others may have lost uh, seats. So uh, the very best of good luck to them. Now, I was down in the uh, St. Comgall's Unid Aiding Hall down in Divis Street in West Belfast uh, last week for a presentation about Father Des Wilson's archive. Now, Father Des died in November 2019, and I first met him in 1968. His long life was dedicated to helping people. During the years of conflict, he stood with the Upper Springfield community against the aggression and violence of the British state. He gave comfort and solidarity to those in need and was hugely respected and loved. Father Des was the people's priest, a community activist, an educator, a defender of people's rights, an author, dramatist, and a writer. He was also a man of great courage, a decent human being, and a good neighbour. And on a more personal note, in 1971, after interment, he married Clat and me while I was on the run. So, he's a lot to uh, answer for. Last week in the St. Comgall's in Edding Hall, the event basically celebrated Des's life. And on show were some of the 10,000 individual artifacts and documents that he had collected over his lifetime. Kieran Cahill of the Spring Hill Community House explained how the archive would work and paid tribute to the Lottery Heritage Fund for agreeing to support the cataloguing of Des's archive and, and Clara Hackett give a, a, a few words of contact about the need to tell a story and to uh, tell her own history. 
and Tiernan uh, O'Millier, who is the archivist, explained the methodology involved. Now, th this, is, this archive is actually part of the story of the community of the Upper Springfield and West Belfast, and in particular of the nationalist working class communities. And the aim is to give future generations and researchers uh, material, but also to provide experience and training in archival methodology. Des was a, a prolific writer. Uh, he also recorded, it was very, very interesting, uh, some material. He wrote books and leaflets. He had a weekly column in the Andersonstown News. Uh, and he collected posters and photographs and all the locally produced community and political material. All the mosquito press, I think we used to call it back in the day. And as I wandered round the tables where some of his material was laid out, I was transported back to the 1970s and the 1980s to the trauma of internment and the tragedy of the hits blocks in Armagh and the hunger strikes. And there were posters and leaflets calling for a ban on plastic bullets and an end to torture in RUC interrogation centres. And he kept a regular diary and he recorded part of that on an old twin track tape recorder. And it had pride of place in the middle of a table with the accumulated dust of the years on it alongside some of the original tapes and posters. There was also uh, a photograph of Noel Ran and Des. Noel worked closely with him for many, many years. And Kieran played for us a part of one of Des's diary recordings made shortly after the Bell Murphy massacre in August 1971 in which Des spoke of his desire for a centre of reconciliation as a memorial to those who had been killed by the Parachute Regiment. And, and that was just, I think, two days after our neighbours and friends were uh, murdered. And the, the Irish Post in Britain carried a report of Des celebrating the 50th anniversary of his ordination as a priest in September 1999, and it included a little poem from his good friend, Father Joe McVeigh. And Father Joe McVeigh, looking well and hale and hearty, was down at uh, St. Comgall's on Edding Hill with the rest of us. So here's his little verse. He's a Celt and a Catholic, a Buddhist and a Jew, a Republican, a Socialist, and an Anarchist too. He's a priest and a prophet, a fighter to the end. But most of all, Father Des is our friend. So it's clear just from a couple of the dozen or so examples available last week that the People's Archive will be an important addition to the story of West Belfast and the strength and vision of its people. So well done, Kieran and Claire Hackett and Chiernan O'Miller and all those involved. The exhibition will be in show at various locations, including Duran Fela and Bubble. And if you get a chance, go and see it. Now, just a wee, a wee appeal to you. The Commission on the Future of Ireland was established by Sinn Féin in, in 2021, and its remit is to undertake a grassroots consultation with the people of Ireland and internationally on the future of our island. 
It's for the people to have their say on what that future might be. And so far, the Commission has held four People's Assemblies in Belfast, Derry, Ballybuffet, and in the Carrickdale Hotel covering Louth, Southdown and South Armagh. Independent chairpersons and a wide range of political, economic, cultural and community contributors have participated. All the events have been very well attended and published reports have been published. Videos are also available on YouTube. Uh, the latest to be available is the Donegal People's Assembly. And in, in June there will be a Women's Assembly in Belfast and a Youth Assembly in Dublin and we'll give you more of those details in advance. And there are two more planned uh, in the South for later in the year. And if you want to uh, make a contribution, maybe you can't get to one of these, or maybe you, you know, you would be shy about speaking publicly, why not write, why not email the Commission and give your contribution, give your thoughts on what you think the future might be. So write to Commission, all lowercasing, at Sinn Féin, or online at www.sinnfein.ie forward slash future of Ireland. So I'd really appreciate it if you took the time just to send as few words or as many words as you may want. And I'm going to give you an offering of another uh, little poem from my wee book of poetry, Poems for Hard Times. And this is called Walking with My Mother. My mother died in 1992. In 2007, I met her on the back road above Cash on the Gore. The August sunshine lit up the scarlet fuchsia and the Montbrecia and the white of her hair as I walked behind her. And she picked wildflowers from the ditches. Then, at a gap in the head, she turned and smiled at me. La Jasata on, she said. It's a nice day. I walked on, alone, wondering how this could be. So then, just to finish off, uh, regular listeners will know that this podcast is a lover of music and my tastes are wide-ranging and eclectic, but mostly I come back to folk music and invariably to Irish traditional music. And always when I'm in that mood, it's the chieftains for me. And last week I purchased Chronicles, 60 Years of the Chieftains, online from Clara Records. And I've been playing it constantly since then. Appropriately, Paddy Maloney and his friends were belting out the morning dew when I got the sad news of the death of Sean Keane. Sean died suddenly at home in Dublin. He was one of our foremost fiddle players and a constant part of the Chieftains since 1968. And I've been one of his fans since then. Sean was the quiet, tall, understated, musical magician who brought old hours and traditional tunes alive. He was true to the tradition, but expert at weaving it into his own unique style. He was a musician's musician. He had three solo albums, Gusty's Frolics, Sean King and Jigget in Style. 
He and Matt Malloy, another genius, a flute player, and a chieftain, also recorded contentment as wealth. And if you want Irish music at its best, it's worth listening to these. And so too, listen to Sean's recordings with Piper, the late Liam O'Flynn. Sean won many awards for his wonderful cure. He was always delighted to be part of the Chieftains. The Chieftains brought traditional music across the world. And Sean also played alongside, with them, alongside Mick Jagger, Kate Boyce, Ry Cooter, Sting, Sinead O'Connor, and many other great performers. His last public performance was a gig for President Biden down in Mayo weeks ago. I watched it on TV and I recall his huge smile as they finished up one particularly boisterous set. I bumped into Sean in the restaurant in Minster House around this same time. And I took the opportunity to thank him for his service to our culture and I'm very glad that I did. He told me he was still playing with Matt Malloy. Paddy Glacken, another wonderful fiddle player, in a tribute to Sean, said that Sean understood the emotional, spiritual and lonely quality in Irish traditional music. Sean Keane will be missed, of course, by his, his family. But also by anyone and everyone who appreciates traditional music. Thankfully, because of his many recordings, we can still listen to him. So, Bawalyam Makovron, Ayanu, Lesha Chana, Agasakarja, Goharaha, Nakulturi, Ella. And I thought it appropriate that we would go out this week with the Chieftains and the Morning Jew. So, take it away, Paddy Maloney, Sean Keane, and all the rest of you. Gunyarianta, Lesha, Ah, Mor, Arav, Gulyar. Thank you.